BBC 5 and the Boiled Frog Syndrome Has the BBC lost its way as a news broadcaster? And does it matter? This morning I switched on my default radio station, Radio 5, for breaking news and realised its gradual deterioration over a period of years. The shock is one like the mythical frog immersed in a pot of water which is gradually warmed up until the frog is boiled. This story, related first by the management guru Charles Handy, is a warning about the nature of gradual change. Handy saw it in the changes that creep up on an institution until its earlier plans, long accepted, have become obsolete. I just happened to be a very hot frog jumping out of the pot, suddenly aware of what was happening to me. A little more thought, and I arrived at a disturbing question. In a changing world of near-instantaneous news reports available, does it matter? My normal source of the day's news is also the BBC for its regular news channel, and sometimes to ITV. I break a habit of avoiding morning TV and give the BBC TV news channel a chance earlier on than usual, 8.25am. The first item I come across is about dogs. Then travel news, well that's good. Weather news, that's also good. A main cycle of news now approaches. Breakfast news. First item, suicide bereavement. Three parents are shown whose progress has been followed for a year. A bleak and dignified treatment of child suicide. But again, more a feature than a news update. 8.37. Sport. The European competitions. First item. Mixed emotions. The men winning a gold medal for the 100 metres relay. And the women, disaster, dropping the baton. Then a quick list of other gold medals, won, of course, by the UK. On to football. A brief summary of yesterday's results. Finally, the post-fight agony of Anthony Joshua by the charismatic Steve Bunch. Steve Bunch was reporting, not fighting, of course. 8.42. Joke time. I say, I say, I say, have you heard about the break-in at the Liverpool police station? The police have nothing to go on. Boom, boom. Well, I like the joke. 8.44am. Weather news. Well, that's useful. And breaking news. A fill-in interview follows about a celebrity walk with the celebrity. The highlight is when said celebrity wasn't recognised by a security guard. Yawn. I decide to give Radio 5 a second try, while keeping an eye on the news channel. 9am. Multitasking is difficult, but the hurried headlines seem to cover the same stories. Barristers are to go on strike. A discount to be promised on electricity bills. Then yesterday's Felix Stowe strike and an outbreak of revenge porn. Nothing much outside the British Isles, of course. 9.05. A fawning hour. The discussion topic is Britain breaking. Is this country up the creek without a paddle, the presenter asks? Enough. 
I stop my new sampling and head to the kitchen for my morning muesli. Maybe we're swimming in a sea of pessimism, presenter shouts after me. I try to make sense of what I have just been listening to. It's only a brief dip into breakfast television, although the cosy chatting presenters resemble glimpses I've seen in the past. The news is provided, briefly, among efforts to make morning's transmission as bright as possible, softening the darkness of a human interest item. Much the same can be said of Radio 5 Live. News reports have become a routine obligation, perhaps necessary, but no longer one of equivalence with entertainment. I realise that for breaking news, it has become easier for me to learn it from messages to my iPhone or from issues trending on Twitter. Maybe BBC News Services, to use an expression around since Chaucer's time, are currently being left stewing in their own juices. <laughs>